Hi, this is Buddha Baker of the Arizona Cardinals, and you're listening to 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. I think Buddha Baker, man, he's one of the most explosive players in the league. And we've got the Buddha rule. Someone block Buddha. Looks over the middle, throws, picked off by Buddha. That's it. Buddha seals it. Buddha Baker is the guy. He is the guy that everybody looks to. Just the way he plays the game sets the tone for everybody. You'll see. The world will see today. Wolf and Luke talk Cardinals now. Yeah, Wolf and Luke talk Cardinals now with Dave Pash, who is joining us on the Arizona Sports Line. Dave, we don't have a definitive roster yet, but we've seen some of these guys start to get uh, to show up as as cuts. How are uh, how are you doing today? And and um, <laughs> I, what are you most looking forward to now? Trying to figure out what what this team's going to look like going into this season. My guess is rubbing it in Wolf's face of how wrong he was. Uh, <laughs> I know. I mean, first of all, I think the reason it's taken so long is I think they've adopted Wolf's new rule of cutting down to 73 players rather than 53. <laughs> Just everybody makes the roster. <laughs> oh, my goodness, David. Where do you begin, though, in regard to the cuts, the surprises that may have happened already? Well, I, I guess I'm not really surprised. Um, and I also think there's probably going to be a couple more. You know, one thing to keep in mind, if, if a veteran is cut, there are certain veterans who are vested and therefore not exposed to waivers. So it could just be a situation where you might see a name or two that surprises you that, uh, you know, is going to be brought back once someone is put on injured reserve. Because uh, you have to place someone on IR first. So there may be some. They may. There's going to be some names. I think there that you know the Cardinals are not done dealing with, and some of that could be just coming back to the practice squad. Some of it could be the active roster. Uh, if the Devon Kennard rumors are true, you know they got to get him back on the practice squad. It's not like he he is done in Arizona. You can get him back on the practice squad and activate him on game day. Uh, so, I, I, and that could be one of the reasons. There still could be some other moves that are being finalized with the league, and that's why the roster isn't out yet. Talking to Dave Pash, uh, Dave, the receiver room has been one that we've been focused on here for a little while, and it sure seems like Andy Isabella and Greg Dortch are both going to make this team. There's also a decent chance they may need one of them to make some plays week one against the Chiefs, depending on Antoine Wesley. And, you know, Rondell Moore is, is in year two. Like, there's some uncertainty really behind Hollywood Brown, who's never played a game for the Cardinals. <laughs> so, in your mind, if, if they had to go, if Isabella or Dorch were to make an impact in, in week one, do you see one as, as having stood out ahead of the other? Well, Andy had a great camp. I think, I think Greg Dorch, what you've seen the last couple of years from him is pretty consistent in, in preseason and in practice. You know, I know Andy was upset uh, in his you know, great interview that he had with Paul Calvisi. Uh, but look, uh, you know, Andy didn't play well. He's a second-round pick. He's supposed to, be, supposed to be producing a lot more than he has. So uh, I, don't, I don't see it like as he sees it maybe that the Cardinals, according to him, turned their backs on him. He, he didn't play well. Uh, but I would be surprised if he's not on the roster unless he's traded. I, I think he'll be on the roster. And I think you know, I wouldn't be surprised if five running backs are on the roster and two quarterbacks. Um, you said that for me, probably... you? you? said that for, for me, the five running backs on the roster. <laughs> you said that for me, didn't you, David? Well, if you just would listen to me and stop always trying to argue, you know, <laughs> things would go smoother. <laughs> I just can't even believe it. It's mind-numbing right now to think that's a possibility. David, can I ask you about Trace McSorley? Were, were, were you surprised at all about Trace McSorley being caught? 
if that's true and he's cut and when this uh, press release goes out of his name's on there, no, not surprised. Uh, look, I think there are a lot of coaches who want, on the offensive side, want a third quarterback on the active roster. And my guess is there are a lot of people in personnel that say, you know what, we're good with two and we can get Trace McSorley or Garantano to the practice squad of McSorley signed by somebody else to, to an active roster, which I don't, I don't think would happen. I, I think you can get away with two on the active roster and one on the practice squad. So no, it doesn't surprise me. The good news, if that's true, if Trace McSorley is indeed released, that tells me Colt McCoy is healthy, uh, which is great news because obviously there was some concern uh, during camp. So that, that I think is part of what plays into this. If the decision is just to go with two. Talking to Dave Pash, Dave, I know this is going to be a a kind of a tough question to answer because we don't have certainty yet on who is even on the team, but they made the trade for Trayvon Mullen earlier today. How how active do you expect them to be even when we get this 53-man roster? Very. I, I think they've been active. I think the Cardinals, look, they've done as good a job as anybody in terms of and I mean this in a positive way. Sometimes the word manipulating has a negative connotation, but in a positive way, manipulating the roster for game day transactions, whether it's getting a guy to a practice squad, elevating him for game day, moving a guy to IR, temporary IR, to try to position to get somebody else, to get them off another team's active roster, onto your active roster, or from another practice squad. I mean, they're constantly looking to to make these moves that maybe go under the radar. Obviously, the Trayvon Mullen deal, that's a big deal. It's a former second-round pick. You didn't give up much for him. He's coming off an injury, uh, but the hope is, you know, that it's different. The result is different than Josh Jackson. That's the hope. Another second-round pick that it just wasn't going to work out here. He clearly is not the player that people thought when he got drafted. I I think it's different with Trayvon Mullen. I, I think the injury... And clearly, the new brass for the Raiders wants nothing to do with anybody selected by the previous regime because they're just cleaning house with guys that were picked by Mike Mayock and John Gruden. Boy, that is interesting. That's a good observation right there, David. Well done by you. When you look at the offensive line, do you feel good about the offensive line going forward? We talk so much about the skill position, of course, for the Arizona Cardinals on the offensive side of the ball. But, man, that offensive line has got to be good enough to allow your talent, your skill, to do what they do. How do you feel about the offensive line going forward? Wolf, I, I feel good in, in the sense that there's a lot of experience up there. The, the concern is with guys who are a little bit older is can they make it through the year? Can Rodney Hudson, Justin Pugh, Kelvin Beecham, can they get you through the year? The, you know, with 17 games, I think you said this, Wolf, on the air the other day, and I, I agree 100%. For whatever reason, going from 16 to 17, even though it's only one additional game, it feels like a lot. Like, yep. it feels like a bigger ask to have some of these older offensive linemen make it through. The good news with an acquisition like Cody Ford, you've got somebody you can play and play well if somebody's not available. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's depth there. Let's see what happens with the cuts. But I do feel like they've got depth on the O-line. My guess is they're still looking like corner is an obvious one, but I have to think they're also still looking at offensive linemen out there. 
Talking to Dave Pash, Dave, this team obviously is built to win with offense, at least on paper, and it's been well documented that most of their resources have gone into the offense. Are you worried at all about the defense with the season only a week and a half away now? Well, certainly when you look at the, the lack of depth in the cornerback room, let's see with Trayvon Mullen what the deal is. I'm guessing, again, the Cardinals liked him coming out, and you know if it doesn't work out, uh, you gave up a late-round pick. But uh, I'm assuming that they traded, him, uh, traded for him to be a factor right away. So, uh, you know, I, that, that obviously improves the room, but still there's some question marks there. But, man, you've got some star power. Uh, on that defense still. Uh, Buda Baker, you guys you know, had him there in the open before I came on. Uh, but also Jalen Thompson, I, I'm really high on him. I think this is the year for Isaiah Simmons. Uh, I really do. I think Zayvon Collins was disappointing in preseason, but you know, it's still year two for him. Maybe he gets out there and, and, and finally shows the, the physicality that uh, we are hoping for Nick Vigil is interesting to me again somebody that wasn't talked about much in preseason because he didn't play uh, but the Cardinals got him to make up for the loss of Jordan Hicks somebody who knows how to get lined up and is a good athlete in the middle and I'm bullish on a lot of these young D linemen uh, including you know Zach Allen probably in particular so yes I'm a little concerned but you, you know you draft these guys for a reason, right? I mean, you got to find out. And you've seen progress from Rashard Lawrence and Zach Allen and Lucky Fotu and Jalen Thompson and Byron Murphy. And now's the time. Now's the time for those guys to take it to the next level. David, if in fact the running back room for the Arizona Cardinals is in the shape of a Pentagon, <laughs> I'm going to give you a full apology. Wow. Um, That's huge. Well, no. Wolf, I, I never said... I, I guess I just raised the question, like, how do you not keep the five? And maybe, again, the cuts will come out, and I'll be completely wrong. But just looking at each individual rather than sure. the, the full, you know, the totality of the number and saying, wow, it seems crazy to keep five, each individual deserves to be on that team because Keontae Ingram is going to go somewhere. He's going to be playing for somebody. Yes. Better just have him on your roster and have him inactive all year. Um, then lose him to another team, and then watch the guy rush for a thousand yards in two or three years. I think you need Jonathan Ward on special teams. Uh, Eno Benjamin, they clearly saw enough in the spring uh, and over the summer to believe that he has taken the next step. And you know, again, you got no. Darrell Williams for a reason. He was productive. He's a veteran. He knows what he's doing. His experience. So uh, that's, I guess, Wolf. Why all along I just I felt like they were going to keep five. Let's see if they do. We're still waiting. Man, yeah. This is the longest I feel like ever we've waited for the no for the actual release. David, thank you so much for your time, brother. Thanks, really appreciate it, as, as always, big guy. Of course. Any, any, you will. See you, Luke. Bye, guys. Thanks, Dave.